Hello everyone, exciting news. This episode of Everything Under the Sun is supported by Toucan Box. Toucan Boxes are brilliant boxes you get in the post each month full of fun crafts you can make at home. In each box there are two crafts to make and the crafts are different each month. They make brilliant presents, especially for Christmas. So do look at their website, toucanbox.com, and try one out. You can have a whopping 50% discount on your first box if you use the code SUN. That's S-U-N, SUN, for everything under the sun. I was lucky enough to have a toucan box drop through my letterbox the other day. We had tons of fun, my son and I, making a dream catcher with lots of feathers and colourful beans and a mini greenhouse where he is now growing chives, basil and parsley. In our second toucan box, we found a gingerbread house to make. It even has a little light that goes on and off inside. The genius of toucan box is you can make fun things with your children, or if they're old enough, they can make it themselves, but you don't need to go shopping or prepare. Everything you need is in the box, ready to go. Toucan Boxes have won lots of awards, including the Made for Mum Award and the Academics Choice Brain Toy Award, and they ship millions of boxes to happy children throughout Europe. I really recommend them as a present for any small people in your life. So if you're looking for a present, check out toucanbox.com and try out a box for half price using the code SUN. Have lots of fun making all the things inside your toucan boxes. Now, toucans are colourful birds that live in the rainforests of South America where there are over 40 species of the bird. Toucans are so great they even have a constellation of stars named after them called the Toucana. They can also use their beaks as radiators to warm themselves up. They can change temperature by 10 degrees centigrade in just a few minutes. I wish I had a toucan sitting next to me now to keep me warm. Go and get your toucan box now at toucanbox.com and use the code for everything under the sun listeners, which is SUN, S-U-N, SUN. That's your 50% off code. Enjoy! Welcome to the third episode of the second series of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. Last week, we talked about clay, fires and chimney sweeps, and our brilliant guest was artist and potter Grayson Perry, who told us why clay goes hard. I hope it inspired you to make some art or even a clay pot over the last few days. This week, however, we're talking about autumn and winter, and we have three questions about things that happen during them. The first question comes from Orla, and it's about something we see a lot of in the cooler months in England. It's about mushrooms and toadstools. Over to Orla. My name's Ola. I'm four years old. I love playing. And my question is, why do mushrooms and toadstools not like lots of sun? Thanks so much, Ola, for your excellent question. I love spotting mushrooms and toadstools when I'm out for a walk in the autumn and winter. It's amazing how they pop out suddenly out of nowhere and then disappear again like magic. To answer your question, here is Lee Davies, who looks after collections of mushrooms and fungi at Kew Gardens in London. Over to Lee. 
Hi all, that's a good question. My name is Lee Davis and I'm a curator who looks after scientific collections of mushrooms, toadstools and other fungi. So mushrooms and toadstools can't drink water like you and I can. They have to soak it up from the ground around them. When there's a lot of sun, it dries up the ground and it dries out the fungus. That means they can't grow and they can't produce mushrooms, which then spread the spores. So they like it nice and damp, which is why you'll most often see mushrooms in autumn when it's a bit cooler and a lot wetter. Hope that answers your question. Thanks so much, Lee, for your brilliant answer about mushrooms and toadstools. And I hope it answers your question, Orla. Did you know that the largest and oldest living thing on Earth is a giant mushroom? It's called the honey mushroom and it's bigger than any other animal in the world. It's in Oregon and it's about 8,650 years old and covers miles and miles of national forest. 3,724,563 meters squared of miles to be precise. That's pretty huge. It started off as one single spore too small to see without a microscope and it is now epic. It even kills off trees as it grows. It covers an area as big as 1,665 football fields. Pretty big. The mushroom is mostly underground, but in the autumn when it rains, clumps of golden mushrooms pop out of the giant fungus and you can eat them. That's so crazy. You can eat the oldest living thing on Earth in tiny mushroom form. They taste pretty okay with garlic and lots of butter. Delicious. Our next question is about why it's winter in some parts of the world, but not in others. I've got two questions about this. They come from Zach, who is lucky enough to be in Melbourne enjoying the summer sunshine, and also from Amelia. Over to Amelia and Zach. Hello, Molly. And I'm Amelia. I am nine years old. I like football, sports, and writing. My question is... Why are some countries hot and the others are cold? Thank you. Hi Molly, my name is Zach and I'm eight years old. I live in Melbourne, Australia and I like playing Aussie rules football, basketball and swimming at the beach. My question is, why is it winter in Australia when it is summer in England? Hi Amelia and Zach, thanks for your great questions. Well, the warmth we feel on Earth comes from the sun. But warmth from the sun doesn't reach Earth equally around the planet. So our planet Earth is on a tilt moving around the sun. And parts of the planet tilt away from the Earth for some of the year, which we call winter, while the other parts of the world tilt towards the sun and have summer. That's why it's summer in Australia right now and everyone's enjoying the heat, while here in England we're shivering away in the winter. Because England and Australia are on different sides of the planet Earth, so get more of the sun's rays at different times of the year. The middle of the Earth and all the countries that are around it called the equator and the equatorial countries are always warm because they always catch the sun's rays because of where they are on our planet. These places are called the tropics and they're where you'll find all the beautiful tropical islands and beaches of the world. I wouldn't mind being on a beach in the tropics swimming in the warm sea right now. The very top and very bottom of the planet are always cold, the north and south poles, because not many of the sun's rays ever reach them. I hope that answers your question, Zach and Amelia. Enjoy the sunshine, Zach, and don't worry, everyone who is cold right now, it will be spring and then summer before we know it. In the meantime, why not put on a nice warm pair of socks and hot water bottle and have a hot chocolate?
And now for our third question, which is about something that we see in the very northern parts of the world where we are right now. It's cold, cold, cold. It's about the Northern Lights. And I've got two questions about the Northern Lights. They're from Ambrose and from Portia. Hi, Ambrose and Portia. My name is Ambrose. I live in London. I'm five years old. I like playing football. And my question is, where do the Northern Lights come from? My name is Portia. I like cats. I'm eight and I live in Waltham, Massachusetts in America. My question is, how are Northern Lights made? Hi, Ambrose. Hi, Portia. Thanks so much for your great questions about the Northern Lights. Well, way up in the northern parts of the world, in Iceland, Greenland, Scandinavia, Lapland, Alaska and Canada, if you go outside at night, you might be lucky and see beautiful streaks of coloured light shape-shifting in the sky. These are the northern lights, also called Aurora Borealis. I've seen them myself twice, once out of the window of an aeroplane when I was flying from England to Los Angeles, as well as one chilly night out in Iceland when I won a trip to Iceland. The northern lights in Iceland were green. And the northern lights, when I saw them on the plane, were more purpley green. But where did these beautiful, eerie lights come from? Well, first we have to think that the Earth is protected by a magnetic field, which is strongest at the North and South Poles. The northern lights appear around these poles. The Southern Hemisphere has its own lights called the Southern Lights, or Aurora Australis. The lights at both poles appear like magic in the night sky when solar winds, which are streams of electrically charged particles, are spat out from the sun and they hit the Earth's magnetic field. The Earth's field pushes the solar winds to the poles, where they react with oxygen and nitrogen in the atmosphere to create coloured light, which we call the northern lights or the southern lights. Sometimes the northern lights come further down away from the poles. This is when the sun is really active and spews out lots of solar wind. We call this a coronal mass ejection. It's a strange name, coronal mass ejection. In London in 1839, fire brigades rushed north to fight a fire that turned out to be the Northern Lights, spreading far south because of a coronal mass ejection. If you find out you can see some near to where you are, the best thing to do is head to the countryside far away from city lights to a place where the sky is very, very dark. And wait, and you might be lucky enough to catch a glimpse of the beautiful lights. I hope that answers your question, Ambrose and Portia, and thank you for sending them in. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. A huge thank you to the wonderful Lee Davies from Kew Gardens for talking to us about mushrooms and toadstools. And a big thank you to Portia, Ambrose, Orla, Amelia and Zach for this week's questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. If you have a question you would like answered on the show, all you have to do is ask an adult to record you asking it, ask if you can use their smartphone, Open the voice recording app and record yourself saying your name, your age, a bit about yourself, and then ask me your question. And send it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. I will answer your questions as soon as I can. Also, if you like the show, remember to rate it and leave a lovely review wherever you listen to the podcast. Your parents or teachers can follow our socials, which are Instagram at everything under the sun pod and Twitter at everything UTS. And of course, tell all your friends to listen. Wishing you all a very lovely week. 
I hope you spot some mushrooms if you're somewhere cold, or if you're somewhere warm, well, you get to have a lovely time in the sunshine. If you're lucky enough to live somewhere like Iceland, you might get to see the Northern Lights, or you might see the Southern ones if you're in Australia, and of course, if it's summer where you are. Well, send us some sunshine. Meanwhile, I'm off to make a hot chocolate. Thank you and goodbye.